has been unfolding since the beginning of this journey of unraveling and it's been it's been very fun challenging at times liberating and I don't I cannot actually there's no actual words to describe what's been happening and I made a joke with my unraveling partner I will call him um, that people might think I'm losing my mind <laughs> people might think we're crazy for the things that are being said for the way we are navigating life at this point um, which is fascinating but also kind of hilarious I find it funny in a way from our perspective but there's also the acknowledgement and awareness that there may be people expressing themselves in this way expressing self in this way and are deemed crazy or losing the plot losing their mind so that's no joke that is reality that I mean this experience there's been a witnessing to it uh, one person for sure I will say has been unraveling and it's been beautiful and quite funny to witness as well is Jim Carrey people think he's crazy he is actually becoming self-aware and realized which is just um which is nothing i'm not even going to go there so <sighs> there's it's arising that i need to just say something about this whole process uh particularly what how what's been spoken through the the audio and the um the writing and the and the visual is that i'm still in this process of unraveling i'm still in the thick of what what this is and so i feel to make sense to some degree of what I'm saying, even though this podcast is predominantly about non-duality and the um, detachment from beliefs and um, concept and self-awareness, um, where these concepts of I and me and myself and you, they don't exist they will be utilized in this form in this uh this process because well i don't know it's it just is so if i use i or my or you know the the concepts it's just to keep the conversation rolling without um breaking the flow of it and getting distracted by well you're the podcast is about non-duality so you should not be using the concepts and this I kind of want to talk about non-duality for a minute because um, through this process it's arising to me currently that um, That what's being said what needs what the message that needs to come through should not necessarily be 
planned. I mean, for the most part, or as a whole, when I do these episodes or sessions, they're not scripted. There's an idea of what wants to be spoken about, and then we just roll with it. Um, however, I feel like that needs to be stripped back even more. And there has been a massive stripping back of late. Which is why I say there, there might be people who think I am losing my mind and that's okay. That That's your perception. Um, so that's totally okay. Um, and for those who are new in the space, know your Spotify or whatever you're wherever you're listening to this is not broken I there is a lot of deep pauses and um, space spaciousness within uh, the, the telling of these experiences and the, the expression of self and it just is there needs to not be oh, the, I don't feel like there needs to be an explanation or justification. You can listen to previous episodes to kind of get the gist. And I do recommend it. I actually recommend listening from the first episode all the way through so that you can get an idea of how this process has been facilitated through my experience. Um, because it's going to be different for everybody. So, yes, whatever is coming through will be organic. It will be in the moment. I may have an idea of what's been said, but it's it's just going to come through present. And so let's let's uh, let's chat about non-duality from this self experience of you know whoever I am, whatever. Um, I feel that there's an understanding and where I, where this is sort of, where this journey began, I mean, I can't say for sure this is, I've, this, this has been a process for, for years, however, most recently, I've been practicing self-inquiry through the teachings of Sri Ramana Maharshi, uh, Papaji or Puji, and also Nisargadatta Maharshi. So they are um, sages, not self-proclaimed. They don't call themselves sages. They don't call themselves teachers. These are how other how their scholars their devotees people view them um if self was personified in a person it would be them and i'm not there's also no putting them on a pedestal because that concept of putting on a pedestal doesn't exist i'm digressing and i'm witnessing that so for the most part, I think a lot of what's what might be said through this channel might be super confusing, and, and that's okay. That is so okay. Um, it's an unlearning. It's a unraveling from language for the most part, from beliefs and concepts. But that's gonna land differently for everybody. Um, so non-duality from my perspective, I feel is what's landing for me, what's being embodied in this experience is, um, this idea, idea, thought of oneness. Some people might refer to it as source. Some people might refer to it as consciousness, awareness. God, I think I may have said God before, the universe, 
it's all the same thing we just use different words for it right and this is where things can get really interesting and really conflicting because different people call things different things most of the time it's all the same fucking thing yes i f-bomb it is what it is so concept of oneness everything is connected everything is one we are all connected um and there's also this piece about thoughts thoughts arising from self so so for example if i have a thought the self-inquiry would be who am i that is landing for me in a way that i cannot at this point express but that is exactly what the teaching is about is it's unexplainable it's you no words can explain the unlearning that is incur that is occurring during the self-inquiry of who am i and my unravel buddy and i we have this conversation every day we live and breathe this not because it's a concept but because we understand that this is who we are this is who we are at a core level we are all connected non-dualism so no duality no black white yin yang uh, masculine feminine it's all one we're all connected so we have these we have thoughts arising from self oneness non-duality and um what's been arising at the moment for me is just this awareness of certain perceptions certain perceptions of what non-duality is and these are coming from leaders in uh, I don't know if I want to use the the word spiritual community but there's a link there's a link so the other day I was listening to something and it was a lecture and it was about non-duality and there was a deep awareness that what was being said was a lot of concept a lot of words to backtrack a little non-duality or awareness i'll call it awareness or presence i use presence a lot presence just is and there's this teaching i think it's nisagadatta i'll have to check back about desire and what desires are and that's been very confronting well at the at at first it was very confronting to listen to because I, I i was like what do you mean we shouldn't have desires what do you mean we shouldn't want things um diving deeper and letting that land 
there's there's a there's an awareness that that's not on first look that's not what that teaching is about it's about i mean non-duality is not about renunciation it is about being the witness to everything that arises from self i.e thoughts beliefs concepts so for example if i have a thought about let's let's talk about the hay fever thing because about an episode or two ago i had mentioned straight off the bat at the start of the episode that every time i record these episodes i have hay fever had i subscribed to that thought and created a belief about it damn sure i'd be suffering from hay fever right now however it was just a thought it arose and it went away and that is how this has been i'll say infiltrating because that's what's coming through infiltrating my life um my life quote unquote life but just infiltrating the being and the the way i'm moving through this experience um so for me the visualization because if you do operate on a level where um, you get things when they're visualized that was to to grasp everything at the start for me it was very visual i'd have to visualize it in my mind right using concept mind being the concept had to visualize visualizing being concept but it landed and it's stuck and i've heard references to this and it makes so much sense and so i want to share that with this with you is it's likened to being in the ocean or actually sorry it's likened to self consciousness awareness god whatever you want to call it being the ocean thoughts and concepts and beliefs they rise out of the ocean like a wave or like a ripple but they're still part of the ocean they're not separate there's a oneness there's a connect there's a connection it's part of the ocean it arises i mean think of when you have storms right storms could be compared to when you're having massive tower moments the concept of tower moments you're having all these waves all these thoughts all these battles all the suffering this pain and then then you have the calming because everything's back to peace right so that's visually how it makes sense to me but now it's there's a deeper a deeper beingness of it so i know that i know that a lot of what i'm saying may be like what the fuck you must be sipping on something super delicious or you know you must be in some state of something and i assure you that is not the case it is well afternoon now as i'm recording this and um this is just how um how things have been unfolding this is just this realization of what and who self is um so yes as i'm listening to this lecture that had a lot of concept in it i had brought up um one of the sages um as in the 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 inquiry method um and i might divert at some point from that but right now i want to stick to what i'm saying uh i brought up the 
the self-inquiry by Ramana Maharaj, which is, who am I? That piece landed for me so deep, but it didn't land immediately. It took me unraveling from everything. At the core of it, oh, and this is coming through strong, it was a deep surrender and a deep trust into the not knowing of what self is. Of not trying to explain it because it's unexplainable. To not attach language and concept and belief even to it. Because self is. And so when you explain to try to explain in this way without attaching to concept, it can be fucking confusing because it definitely was for me at the start until there was a understanding and a realization of you really need to let go of everything you've been taught. This is some deep fucking programming and conditioning releases happening here. And it's still a process. It's still an unraveling. But what it is not is a renunciation of all that is, of this tangible body, of this experience that we're having it's not to say leave your job or um completely negate everything i mean my unravel partner brought it up the other day i'm like and it made and i was like yeah a hundred percent if non-duality meant that we had to renunciate everything for the purpose of bliss and happiness that means we completely neglect our kids. That means we neglect work. And there is a story about Ramana Maharshi going through that process and neglecting his physical body to the point where he got sick. Well, not got sick, but he became weaker physically um, and things like that. And through the grace of self, that was realized in the moment and then rectified. It became about, you know, taking care of this physical body as well. So renunciation is a concept. It doesn't exist. What I feel non-duality is, is becoming a witness or not even becoming, scratch that. Not becoming a witness, you are the witness. It is being aware of thought, being aware of the attachments. It's not about renouncing thought. And this is a conversation I was having with, with my unravel partner last night. I said, how I used to think, um, what I used to feel about that concept of mindfulness or, um, Or, you know, how we're, I guess, taught to, to move through this understanding is that you have to completely renunciate thought. So if a thought comes in your head, you're like, nope, not thinking about it. If you're thinking about a memory, oh, no, not going to bring that memory. I'm not thinking about that person, not doing that thing. That is not... Well, that is how I used to, that, that was the belief about what non-duality was or about what um, being peaceful and having bliss and being happy was about. It was about completely dismissing uh, thought and belief and concept. Anything that popped in my head, no, don't think about it. 
that is not just dismissive. It is incorrect. Let's just keep that. <laughs> Let's keep it as simple as possible. And I'm just going to say this quickly. This whole process, what it feels like, is being a simplification. Simplification. That's what it feels like. Um, so yes, I used to operate from completely dismissing thought. Not, you know, every time a thought would come up, I would chop it off immediately. Nope, not thinking about that at all. What coming back to self is and being a witness or being in being in presence and being aware and non-duality whatever fucking term you want to use for it because it's all the same thing yeah what it is is being being with it Be, being aware of it bringing awareness to it but not getting caught not attaching to it and not getting caught and going down fucking rabbit holes that has been a key distinction and it only dropped last night i mean this process of unraveling has been happening for happening for a wee while now and that piece only dropped last night so what that feels like and has been is landing right now is that when you're in self I mean not when you're in self because you're self all the time you're the ocean yes you have a thought that's okay thoughts come and go they rise out of the ocean and they drop back down it's not attaching to those thoughts and making fucking stories out of it out of it it's not creating more concept more concept it's the stripping back it's the simplification it's the unraveling whatever you want to call it those are just terms that land for me so yeah I I'd actually found listening to that lecture really difficult and I'll be quite honest I had to stop I could not go further because not only was okay so this is this is not this is not coming from the concept of ego. Ego is still part of self. Yes, let's. Ego, even, I feel like it's a concept that's been villainized and demonized because it gives us a scapegoat into certain behaviors. It's all still part of self. Ego, mind, is just a concept. Um. here's another concept for you or another thought that I'm going to ex it's coming through it's 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 arising right now so I'm going to talk about it because this is an example of how we can attach to thought and then run with it and make fucking what is going on here with my hair running um with it and just making this story and creating this goddamn belief about it so throughout childhood and adulthood there's been a uh, there's been an experience that I've undergone where I'm just gonna say it directly so we don't misinterpret I used to forget things or I forget things it was made mention by someone that you, you don't remember that wow you've got a really bad memory and it's been said to me a few times several times and I believed that I believed that and created the story about 
being forgetful. And I'd say, oh, I forget, I'm forgetting, oh, I forget. And then I would create these things so that I wouldn't forget. I would make notes and do to-do lists and write it on my hand or, you know, like do all the things so that I wouldn't forget, quote-unquote forget. That was attaching to a thought about forgetfulness but if you if I'm going deeper into that process it was a thought about the fact that that information was valuable not saying it's not not saying memories aren't valuable but to whom is it really valuable to remember things that are in the past or are you more empowered living in present and just letting what is be so this is a current thing that i'm navigating is this detachment from this belief of being forgetful most of the things that i desired quote unquote desired to remember was complete use useless information it is I'd even gone to the point of seeing a kinesiologist who also de deals with human design to figure out why I'm so forgetful. <laughs> I mean, just more concepts, right? Um, and, you know, some things were told to me. Uh, which helped, which did help, um, because according to the human design in this experience, this person that's saying these things, I can't remember what was said. It's irrelevant. I get the gist of it. It was about it being open and information is flowing through uh, that part of your whatever i don't know much about human design so forgive me for the human designers out there <laughs> who are like dude you are fucking this up for us um yeah there's this part in your human design and the the inf it's up at the top of the head and the for information for for me was going in and out constantly in and out and that made so much sense to me because it was like, yeah, okay, I can see why there's no need for me to retain information because there is constant, there's information constantly coming in. So I attached to that thought too, because I was like, okay, that's why I don't need to retain information because of this part of my human design, which is a concept. My perspective on it now is that there's no need it just is i i don't recall that information and it just is and it's okay and there's no need for it because any recollection of something is past you know so for the most part a lot of what's been occurring is a deep embodiment of present present self-awareness or presentness being self-awareness self Ugh, the list of words go on so um yeah it just it, it just is and you you want to know the most interesting thing because this is how i feel it's it's coming through for me is that when you need to recall that information it'll be there it'll happen when it needs to happen there needs to be a deep surrender and a deep trust and i know for me it is something that i've struggled with for as long as i can remember i created suffering around this i created the thought of suffering and pain around that not being able to recall
So, and oh, sorry, and also not being able to fully surrender. There's still so many attachments. And I'm going to speak on something else because it's coming through. This is what some would call healing. This is what some would identify as healing. From my perspective, what I feel healing is, it's the same thing. It's unraveling, right? It's just, it's just a word to express something, an experience. The experience is unraveling slash detaching slash healing. Um, what it is in from my experience or my perspective is it's a detachment. Healing is a detachment from it's the unraveling. It's the detachment from concepts and beliefs and thoughts. Because when you can let go of those attachments, you let go of the, the suffering around it. You let go of the pain around it. It just becomes a concept. You witness it. It doesn't go away. It does not necessarily go away. It's still there. But you detach from it. Um, so that is what I feel healing. When people talk about healing, that's what I feel healing is. However, I do have... I don't necessarily connect with the word healing because it feels like it feels like what's being said is that something needs to be healed therefore something needs to be fixed therefore something is broken within us And from a non-dual perspective, that is untrue. It's not correct. Because there is no suffering. There is no brokenness. There is no need to be fixed. And there'd be lots of different conversations around this. Because there are people who are truly in their suffering. And that plays out in various ways. Um, however, yeah, it just, it just is. Self just is. Self doesn't need to be anything. Self is. That's who we are, what we are when we are, where we are, and every minute of the day, we are that. And if that lands for you, it lands. And if it doesn't, it might not happen immediately, but give it the space. That's just a, that's just a suggestion, is give it the space and start using the inquiry. If there's anything I can recommend, because there's a deep unwanting to teach you anything. This is not what this is about. It's about unlearning. The self-inquiry, who am I, is powerful. It really is. And if you would like um, some... Specific um, uh, quote unquote teachings, or just to have this land a little bit more, reach out to me. Reach out to me on, on all the Unravel channels, and I'm more than happy to share that with you. Um, so, what happens when thought arises within me is where this is going now. If a thought arises, instead of dismissing it and going, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop thinking about that. If, for example, if I'm having a, 
if um, there's a detachment to, or not a detachment, but if there's an attachment to body and some things are being thought and said about body, the body, um, I could go, nope, not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about body. I'm closing off thoughts about it. That is being dismissive and that's not allowing the thought to be. Instead, I'll say, I'll do the self-inquiry method and go, who am I? Because what's left after that is spaciousness. Why, who am I? I feel why it's been integral for me is there's no way to answer that question because you don't know who you are. There is no word to describe who you are at a core level because you don't know. You don't know if you're a human being. You don't know if you're a person. I mean, tangibly, yes, and conceptually, yes. But you don't know if you're a soul. You don't know if you're an enlightened be um, existential being. You don't know if you're a fucking alien. You don't know anything. We don't know anything. Let's just be real about that. And so that's how it lands for me. It might be expressed through your experience differently. I know for my unravel partner, we, at the start, we were seeing things completely differently because I was still attached to all of these things. But, but what about goddesses? But what about, you know, because I went down the spirituality route. Attaching, detaching from religion to attach to another concept, i.e. spirituality. Um, yeah, it was so confusing and conflicted. But I'm like, what about all of these things? And he would just be so in presence and just holding space for that. And I'd be like, he was so being, you're being so weird right now. So see, I'm telling you, like, we can misconstrue what beingness is. We can misinterpret what beingness is. We can even shut it down sometimes because there it has been a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of, but one particular moment that I can recall where I was holding space for this experience, for some thought that came out in emotion or that uh, presented itself as emotion um, talking to someone and I was holding space for that uh, so basically not saying any words just acknowledging okay some emotions coming through I just need to sit with that and then there was silence for a little bit and then all of a sudden words were uttered thought was projected from some from someone and so there's a deep understanding of the fact that space holding space and just being in the space and not using fucking concept like words there's a discomfort in that there are people I mean we as a society are uncomfortable or get uncomfortable with silence and with just peace for example boredom it's not a thing it is not a thing it's a concept created by people who want to stimulate mind concept so I, that's something also that we're not only expressing for ourselves, but with, you know, our little ones, um, especially in our society today, where there's all these fucking distracting devices and games and TV and all the things. And I'm saying this because this is something that I've massively unraveled from. At the moment, the TV is off in my house months ago that would have been on all day because there was this attachment to background noise quote unquote 
I created this belief about there needing to be background noise. No, you are distracting yourself. So, yeah, I feel people can get really uncomfortable. And that's why, I, I mean, I'm still navigating through this. So, I feel like, especially with the audio part of this, of the Unravel sessions, I feel like I do need to say, no, your music player or your audio player is not broken. I'm taking breaks. At some point, I'm going to stop saying that because they'll know if they've been following for a while that this is why there are no breaks. Uh, sorry, this is why there are spaces because it's coming from stillness. It's coming from present. I've not written a fucking word. This is all just coming through and um, that's, that's not coming from an ego space. I... It just is. This is how it feel that this is how it's this is arising to me how this podcast is going to proceed or move forward is to com just more stripping back. I'm this I'm finding more and more ways to strip back and it's fucking delicious. It is. It's it's so peaceful here in this space. It's so peaceful and I just, uh, there's a sense of, there is emotion, there's not a sense, there's fucking emotion. Because there's a, a deep, there is a desire for people to be in this space too. And so, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out with this experience of this person version of who it is that I am, how to do that. Or even what's been happening is this de detachment from needing to do that and just trusting that whatever is unraveling through presence will serve in the way it's meant to. So not getting caught up in, oh, I don't have as many followers. There aren't many people listening. This might not even be the way that these unlearnings are landing for people. It could legit be me just going out there into the world. Being. Being a space holder, holding space. And most of the time I'm holding space for me and or just being just being in presence being in self it's and it it just has a ripple it has a ripple effect it has a ripple effect it's happened so many times now that if there was any if if the concept of evidence was real then that's I've it's it's been had evidence has been given not sure if I'm making sense but it's okay because it doesn't need to make sense it'll land as it needs to land if it lands and I'm st starting to get the feeling that I should wrap up now um, and fix my hair but I feel that 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 session is complete. I don't feel like they need anything. I don't think, I don't feel like anything needs to be added to that right at this moment. Um, yeah. And here's an invitation, okay? This is what's coming through. Here's an invitation for you. Every time there are pauses in what you're listening to or watching not so much reading because obviously you know you won't know when i'm taking the pauses or perhaps i should write pause so that you know i'm taking pauses i don't know that sounds like hard work because it just won't be transcribed that way pause um i'd have to physically watch it in 
not in the mood. Um, that's not, that, that does not feel like it wants to arise through me doing that. So you're just going to have to watch and listen for the pauses, but I digress. When there are pauses, when quote-unquote I take pauses, that's an invitation for you to take one too. It's an invitation for you to take a breath or shut your eyes and do whatever you want to do. Do whatever's arising to you. Do the self-inquiry. Whatever. That's it. That's all I have to say today. Thank you for listening to Unravel. I will put all the information in the notes or the description of where you can find the blog um, and also where you can watch if you want to watch my face. <laughs> yeah. And there's a reason I've stopped saying my name too. Obviously. If you haven't figured that out by now. Um, I don't, don't need to make a story about it either. It just is. So I'd love to hear from you. If you do want to hear. If you do. If you would like some. Um, actually you know what. I'm going to put some of the teachings in the description anyway. So that when you're ready. You don't have to re-listen. It'll be right there for you. Um, it'll, I'll probably just do the who am I one. And that can be listened to over and over and over again. And it doesn't have to make sense. That's that's another thing. Is that I listened to it and I was like, I do not understand the damn thing. But I kept using the method and kept listening. And it's making more and more. I don't want to say making sense. Because that, that it, it's alluding to the fact I'm using my mind to logic it it's just landing it's feeling embodied it's feeling like a knowing oh uh, yeah that's the who the fuck I am <laughs> um I am I am okay I need to go because you know what happens at the end when I start to fade I start saying a whole bunch of stupid shit so thank you so much for listening to unravel and I will catch you in the next episode